Hi, this is Keith, and welcome to Klezmer Podcast 101 for March 12, 2013. The website is klezmerpodcast.com, and you can write to me at keith at klezmerpodcast.com. You can also find Klezmer Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, MySpace, Last.fm, and Spotify. Now, on this episode of the podcast, I have something a little bit different for you. We're going to stray a little bit from Strictly Klezmer on this episode. I'm going to bring you a special guest, a pop singer-songwriter, Jenny Alpert from Los Angeles, California. Jenny brings a special blend of energy and soul to her music, and I think you're going to be in for a pleasant surprise. I recently caught up with Jenny after her show on February 12, 2013, and recorded this interview uh, guerrilla style out in the parking lot near the venue. So you might hear some uh, traffic noise in the background occasionally uh, during the interview here. I hope you enjoy the interview and the music. As you can tell, we're having a lot of fun. So here we go with Jenny Alpert. Hi, this is Keith uh, with Klezmer Podcast, and we're back home in Los Angeles uh, tonight visiting with Jenny Alpert. Jenny, welcome to uh, Klezmer Podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me on. Um, I have to say this is the first time that we're uh, discussing something other than strictly Klezmer Yiddish or, or Hebrew music. Well, I'm Jewish, so it's all right. <laughs> I can fit in somehow, right? That's right. So... Um, <laughs> Uh, this is the part of the uh, klezmer, but not necessarily klezmer portion of the of the podcast. Klezmer-ish. But uh, klezmerish, <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, or I- influenced anyway in sure. in, uh, in your Absolutely. writing. Um, but you're a singer songwriter, and uh, discovered you a few months ago, and uh, you've got a new album out. That's right. Why don't you tell us uh, how you got that album started and. Uh, where you're coming from and your music in general. All right, well, thanks. Um, The album is called Take It All, and it's a collection of songs. A lot of them were written in the last year and a half, either alone or as a co-write with one or two other people, just through a process of a growing experience, I think. We all have those moments in our lives that really mark a coming of age, you know, a, a bar bat mitzvah, if you will. I mean, in a way, I mean, even if it's not in a connotation of a you know, a religious or a spiritual moment, um, it can definitely be a soul moment. And uh, so that's so that's actually really a huge part of what uh, Take It All um, is inspired by. Each song is a is a moment of the soul awakening and um, coming to, to life. So some of the songs are um, written from, uh, from a while back when I first started writing, let's say, or just through the first years of songs kind of coming out and uh i revisited them for this particular collection of songs because thematically they really related well and helped tell a story from one song to the to the end really and yeah i'm a person that i I've, i'm a fan of the song i'm also a fan of the project of an album so you can have one or both and that's really where take it all um you know, has a moment there on the shelf of iTunes and <laughs> and uh, CD Baby and Amazon and wherever else, Pandora, Spotify. Yeah, it's out there. I'm excited. And you had a YouTube video, uh, th- one of the songs, right? Is that 
the oh, right. who, who We Are, is that the name of it? That's right. Who We Are was the main um, feature for the album in terms of uh, doing a, a music video. As an independent singer-songwriter, um, you know, we make choices with... Uh, with what we save to um, put together music. And so that song just happened to stand out, and there was a filmmaker who wanted to, to make a music video for it, and I was excited. And so we did that together. And then later, Nobody Knows, which was a song co-written with Sarah Hethcote, um, you know, he kind of came back and said, oh, I really like that, who we are with Michael Blue. Why don't we do another one? Let's do this. And so we had two totally different um, bookends, if you will, you know, moods for the album. We were actually really captured, like, the the, the vibiest one up to the real most up-tempo one. So it was kind of fun to have an opportunity to do both. They're out there. Yeah. So I noticed you uh, play both guitar and piano on, on your set tonight. Um how do you choose uh, what you're going to play on a particular song? Well, most of the time, I play what the song was written on. Um, but every once in a while, for example, there's a song called Sweet Talk, which we played um, at, a, at a show recently, tonight. and um, <laughs> Very recently. <laughs> very recently, it's been like 40 <laughs> minutes ago. Um, yeah, we, we played um, t- uh, Sweet Talk, and I, I converted it over to the piano not too long after it was first recorded on guitar and i think it just it just added a different kind of mood to it sometimes you happen to get an inspiration with an instrument but then later whether it's in the studio with the support of a producer maybe some musician suggests it or maybe you just decide let me try it differently and see how it comes across so some songs can really go either way i got a comment i, I noticed your drummer was uh, playing a tilted uh, kicked run tonight, and I, I was just talking to him about that. I've never seen anybody do that before. I don't think he's ever done that. Yeah, in fact, I know that he's never done that before. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Agoria is an incredible left-handed drummer. Um, he's been playing with me as of recently live, and he's done an amazing job at learning all the parts off the records on his own time and then coming in and emulating not only some of the great musicians I've had the opportunity to record with, but also bringing to the table his own soul and spirit and sound. Tonight was a very unique opportunity and experience for him. I didn't know this, and I thought it was really exciting and fun and interesting and had no idea specifically why, but he forgot to bring a kick drum, and there wasn't one in the house. So as a lefty, he already has everything kind of switched around and there's an interesting feel that comes with that kind of concept there um, but then he ended up playing the kick drum uh, slanted I think with his um, hand and was making the whole record the, w- the way it is but in his own way you know to talk about you know Jim Keltner or Jay Bellarose or maybe even a little Matt Chamberlain or Jimmy Paxson it's like kind of all there in this one little cool way he did so he did it out of necessity because he forgot something of his kit. Do you know that I think that honestly, <laughs> moments like that, if we're going to talk about Klezba and being Jewish and what we believe in in the past here or the present and the future, you know, if there's a God, however we want to look at it, I mean, whatever that is, that's that bigger energy for all of us. It's those moments where we forget something or we don't really know or you we're imp- not really as improvise. present. Yeah, you improvise, <laughs> but something bigger than us, especially when it comes to music or the arts or really anything that's intellectual, I think, and spiritual, it just happens and then something else happens and that's when you're really living life like John Lennon says you know it's like life happens while you're planning whatever else you're thinking that you're actually doing it's yeah so uh is, was this your current album that your first or have you been having some others how long you've been uh doing the the yeah. songwriting singing <laughs> bit <Yeah. laughs> how long have I not been doing this is really what the better 
thought is now at this stage. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's one of those things where even if I wanted to stop, I couldn't. So that's a good thing that you just know you're meant to do whatever it is you're doing in some fashion or shape or form. Um, no, this is probably, I'd say one, two, I'd say this was a fourth full production album that I've released intentionally. <laughs> so I've accidentally or pirated or <laughs> or I thought it was better than it was and even still I'm thinking where are we going with this no but then there's a couple of live things that are out there that are acoustic um, but for the most part this is like sort of the fourth you know but I always feel like everything is the first you know it's the first of what it is and that's exciting so I mean I'm really proud of take it all the cast of musicians that played on the record um, Chris Cheney on bass uh, We've got Victor and Drizzo on drums, Zach Ray on these quirky, weird little things, Jeff Babco on organ, um, Dave Levita on guitar, and Stevie Black on strings, the plethora of songwriters that were part of writing that um, piece by piece, just through the experience of happening to be with different people through different times. And even if anyone who's listening to this doesn't recognize those names, for me to say them and to recognize them is really what's important because none of that really would have been what it was unless they were there. So. And how did you find all these people? You know, um, you just collect them over the years. Relationships are built off of relationships. <laughs> Sometimes, a lot of times, I was in. I was fortunate enough to have somebody introduce me to really great musicians, and then other times I happened to be in the room and could spot. I could spot. You know, you can just you just know when someone's the real thing. And, uh, and they say you just want. I just want to work with them. I have definitely yeah. walked right into someone's face and said that you're it <laughs> yeah that's, uh, it might be my chutzpah who knows yes. <laughs> right yeah <laughs> and you've been you mentioned you've been doing some touring around you you were in europe recently what, what else have you been doing right so um yeah i well i recently i was in italy and um holland and uh france and ireland no no not ireland scotland i've been to ireland before to sing i've been also to london um, a couple of other countries. I've been to Australia. That was really amazing. Um, I've, I've, I've been to Israel, and I've, I sang there, but it was kind of impromptu, as well as India and Nepal, and so many other really wonderful countries I've been very lucky to, to visit. Um, but this last trip was very interesting. This tour was really cool because, you know, I was supporting some artists that were pretty big in Europe, so I was very lucky to be in front of, you know, theaters of sold-out shows. So there was really, you know, listeners who were met, planning on going to hear music. You know, they pay for a ticket and they show up and they sit down and they listen. And you're, I mean, I walk out on this stage and there's 500 or 800 people. I mean, and they're they're gracious enough to let me open for the artists that they were really there to see. And you know, and 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 people left with my music and they supported me and they welcomed me. And I just, you know, when that happens, I just like, oh, I'm so lucky to even have these kinds of opportunities because I still feel like a little, little Jewish LA girl who doesn't. Nobody knows me, and I don't know anybody. And you know, and except for my big mouth, or you know, maybe running over somebody accidentally with so, my car. So you are a local uh, LA native then? Yeah, I'm a local okay. LA native. Maybe I might have an East Coast soul, right? So that's that's true. So, but yeah, so um, that's yeah. So, so how do you uh, bring the? You're a pretty small club we're playing in tonight. How, how do you bring that small club feel to the to the bigger theater? That's actually not too hard. You know, it, it really it, whether it's a big theater or a small room. If people are there listening to music, if you're present in your own self and 
sing, deliver. If you deliver, then that then the connection happens. So there's been enough times in my life where I wasn't there to deliver, even though I was sitting on that stage. I just, you know, something was distracting. And and and, and really, what's been my my daily practice for the last two years is really be present and really just deliver. And um, and there's been a change, a shift, and I'm really grateful. Yeah. Great. So what's what's next for uh, Jenny Alpert and the band and um how can people find your music, uh, buy the CD, or download the tracks? My Jewish Hanukkah album is coming out. Just kidding. It's not really. <laughs> Jews do Christmas. Yeah, I have a Christmas album. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not doing that either. Maybe a jazz little nitbitty here. Um, I, who knows? I, I, know, I know in some ways, you know, I have been told, and it's possibly true that I am a little bit all over the place, but I really do think that there is an opportunity to, when there's music there and it's good, then it's good and you just do it. So um, I, I, I do dabble sometimes in, in singing a little bit of Hebrew there. And uh, actually, sometimes locally we'll have like a holiday, you know, event where a lot of songwriters will come and always everybody does those Christmas songs. One time, I, my, one of my really good friends, Eric Boulanger, who happens to play violin extraordinarily well, we showed up at this holiday party, and we were the ones, and I had the menorah, and I lit it. <laughs> we started off with Fiddler on the Roof. We ended with, you know, Sevi Vone. And, and I think it really did sort of introduce that we represent. You know, we're all a culture. We're all what we are. And, you know, he was French. I was Jewish. We worked out. And we <laughs> were newish together. Um, no, but so what's on the horizon? You know, I... Um, I'm releasing a vinyl album through um, a label out of Italy that I was invited to join, um, newly join on their roster. So I've never really had a record deal before. And in a way, it's kind of weird because it kind of is one, right? Because like, they're putting out this... It's this, a record. I guess it is. It's a, and it's like a real <laughs> one. It's like a vinyl, you know? My, my first ever record deal, if it even is to say. It's a A vinyl. record you can hang on the wall. <laughs> and you can throw as a Frisbee. No, I'm... Yeah, that's, uh, that's very cool. And, you know, it's so funny because I always wondered what it would be like for a record deal. I was always wondering, like, how is it, you know, all of my friends who've had these opportunities and built the relationships or maybe they just allowed them to unfold because they were comfortable or something just sort of worked for, for that situation. And it's not so much that the deal is what matters, but it's the relationships and the opportunity to have your music be out there in the marketplace, like in a position. That's kind of what I say. So I'm always just really grateful when there's somebody who wants to position my music in their life for their world because then it's like two people doing something together so with this in mind you know i just get this email and you know and they were like well we want to do these songs in this order from these particular situations with this picture and this picture and this and that and, the, and this do and all these things and i mean i just sent back an email and said okay sure. yes <laughs> sure one word sure <laughs> yeah it was awesome so i'm i guess if I could say anything about what I'm excited about this year is that's one big thing that I look forward to touring and uh, I look forward to um, recording more and I but I really look forward to touring and performing and and getting out there in front of more people I think that'll be a really great goal so terrific well that sounds exciting and I, I think you said your album was uh, iTunes Amazon CD baby that's about right. Yeah, you can just Google Jenny with an I, Alpert with a P, or Take It All, or any of the above, and I think that something will pop up. <laughs> All right. Not hard to find. And, and you have a website? That's right, my name.com. Jenny Alpert. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. I don't know Great. if you know this, that my nickname, do you know that I have a nickname? It was given to me. I don't know anything about you. Well, so. that, well this is probably <laughs> the best part for your show, because I really appreciate you having me on it. Um, this is the klezmer part. 
for all of you <laughs> listeners that um, I was given a nickname not too long ago because I happen to be Jewish with long brown hair and I do play the piano besides guitar and sometimes I can get a little jazzy so people are always like oh you sound like Nora Jones or whoever else you know and that Nora Jones kind of always stuck when it came to like the ballady jazz stuff so my nickname became Menora Jones <laughs> but you can't look that up because you won't be able to find it but you know there's no reference to that anywhere there actually it's- might be but uh and that that's funny because I was thinking Nora Jones-ish, uh, listening to your stuff, and I, I wasn't sure if you'd be offended if no. I made that reference or not. But uh, it is a little bit uh, jazzy in spots, which uh, you know, I kind of like the jazzy stuff. Cool. And, uh, Thank you. It's very, it's very smooth style. I oh. like it. Well, I really appreciate you having me on your uh, podcast and for coming out to the show and for your support and everything else. So this was a really fun night. Thank you. Great. Well, thank you. And uh, thanks for spending a few minutes uh, with Gorilla podcasting from the parking lot here. That vibe. <laughs> <laughs> it's got it. an interesting vibe. And uh, <laughs> continued good success and, and good luck with the album. Thanks so much. Take care. Bye now. Sitting in my car Trying to remember What you said to me Sitting next to me Spending our whole lives Making up for what our parents did Try to get over it Embrace the taste in my mouth so bitter Heaven is a place I'm running from Don't know what's real Don't think I'll heal Don't wanna do what I should Heaven is a place I'm running from Don't know what's real Don't think I'll heal Don't want to be good for you Embrace the silence But I want you there Empty and screaming
Hi, this is Rob from the Trans-Siberian March Band, and you're listening to klezmapodcasts.com. All right, I'm back. That was my interview with Jenny Alpert, and we heard the track Heaven from her album Take It All. I'd very much like to thank Jenny for appearing on the podcast and for providing the track for us to listen to. Again, the website is klezmerpodcast.com, and if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or if you have a band that would like to appear or have your music played on the podcast, or if you have a recent or soon-to-be-released album you'd like me to review, please write to me at keith at klezmerpodcast.com. Again, the music heard on Klezmer Podcast is for promotional purposes only and is used with permission. So that's about it for Klezmer Podcast 101. Thanks for listening. Please stay subscribed, tell your friends, and until next time, bye for now.